Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. What a blessing, what a blessing. We bless you, Lord, for this great opportunity. Let your presence be real to us. Come through to us with your power. Touch us, Lord. Heal us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Direct our lives. Let the sick be healed. Let the weak become strong. Amen. Let the poor become rich. Amen. As we flow in your presence and in your spirit. Holy Spirit, minister. Oh, yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and give a shout of praise to Jesus. If you, your voice is your own voice, if you didn't borrow the voice, please be seated. We are sharing from our very powerful book, Faith Secrets. Secrets about faith. Sharing in the first service. I made the point, faith is the requirement for Christianity. If you don't have faith, you can't be a Christian. True or not true? True or not true? Why is it true? By grace are ye saved through Faith, is that not so? Ephesians what? 2.8. So you are saved by grace. But grace doesn't pick anybody out like that and give salvation to. It is faith that activates the grace for salvation. NLT says what? God saves you by his grace. When you believe. Thank you. God saves you by his grace when you believe. So it's not like grace is just walking around and anybody picks anybody. Then people will take God to court. That when the grace came, why didn't it pick me for salvation? And now you say I should go to hell. Hell, hell. Yeah. So it is faith that activates the grace for salvation. You are saved by grace through faith. So every Christian who is a Christian has faith. That is why you are called a Christian. And the other name we call Christians is what? 
believers. Is that not so? So we say these are believers. And in the Bible we say that and the believers were for the first time called Christians in Antioch. Which also suggests that they were called believers first. So the name they gave them or the name they had was believers. Those who believe Jesus, believers. And then later on, they were called Christians. So a believer is a faith person because faith is believing. That's why the King James of this scripture, um, he said that by uh, grace are ye saved. True faith. And then the NLT is saying what? NLT is saying what? Your NLT was saying what? God does what? Saves the people who believe. Is that not so? Those who believe. So believing is faith. A Christian is a believer because you believe in the existence of God. You believe that there is God, which is the first step. And it is not so powerful a step to make you a Christian because many people believe in the existence of a God, a supreme being. So if you take like our Brothers, they believe in a God called Allah. Then, if you take um, um, idol worshippers, they have made the idol. It's a stone. But they believe in some supreme power that this stone is drawing from to be able to do things. So whatever they are doing, the object or the final destination is not the stone, but they are doing it for a certain power that is beyond the stone. So idol worshippers believe in the existence of God. There's a scripture, look for it for me. Even the demons believe and they shudder. Look for that scripture. Now, if you say traditionalists, they believe in ancestors, they believe in um, some spirits that have gone before and so on. They also believe in the existence of some supreme power, some God, something beyond us. Are you still there? And then there's a group which has become very dominant these days. They are called atheists. And they claim they don't believe in the existence of a God. They don't believe that there is any God. Your people. Is that not so? Yeah. They don't believe. But Even there, 
when they are in their difficult moments and crisis, they will call on God. That's why somebody said that, oh God, if there is a God, have mercy on my soul, if I have a soul. Yes, he was dying. He said he's an atheist. He doesn't believe in the existence of God. And now he's dying. And this is the prayer he's praying at his death. Because he has never believed. He said, oh God, if there is a God, then have mercy on my soul. If I have a soul. What is the scripture? 219. Thou believest that there is one God. Thou didst well. The devils also believe. And tremble. NLT. You say you have faith. For, because you believe there is one God. It's good for you. Eh? Even the demons believe. And they tremble in it. Beautiful in it. <laughs> so that's why I said that. Believing that there is God. The scripture some says up for us that. You have done well. It's okay. There's nothing great. Because at thy money for demons, they believe that there is God. So if you only believe that there is God, you haven't done anything. There's more to believe. Yes. You, you have to believe in certain things in the Bible that we know, which others will call controversial. And perhaps when you bring them to the human realm, they are actually controversial, debatable, Unthinkable, hardly logical, or rather illogical, doesn't make sense. It doesn't exist. Do you, do you understand? For example, a virgin has conceived, or a virgin, the uh, Isaiah, and a virgin shall conceive. And have, have we heard of a virgin? That has conceived before. I have tried. I've even asked doctors who work in hospitals. That have you had a situation where some young lady. Like Mary type of person. Comes to the hospital and they are pregnant. Then for all the investigations and everything. It is true that they haven't had an encounter with a man. They haven't had sex and they are pregnant. I ask this question, whether doctors should know. Have they seen some? Nobody has seen it before. So you read about this only in the Bible. Oh, Reverend Henry, you know some like that. Menyeshi. Hospital, me at ten weeks pregnant. 
from my chain quarters to me, we say me a virgin virgin. Me a primary virgin. Where are they? Brian new. So that's why Mary asked the question, when he said you are going to be pregnant, you are going to give it. He said, she said what? How shall this thing be? Seeing I know no man. Now you have to know a man. But here we are, we believe. And if you don't believe, you have to believe that there is a virgin. And the virgin conceived and gave birth to Jesus. Jesus' father is not Joseph. Jesus is not the sperm of Joseph. Kabota Shakaya. Jesus. <laughs> it is very wild. So this is what makes you different. We believe that Jesus lived on the earth, died for us, rose from the dead. And he's alive, sitting somewhere as we are talking and watching us. And one day, he will come and lift us up from here and we will be with him forever. That's what Christians believe. So first of all, people cannot, how can God have a son? It's a major problem for a certain people. They have, they believe in the same God, but their God has not given birth. But our God has a son. It's a major difference. There are people who can't believe in Jesus because they said that if he's God, he's son of God, he's as powerful as he is. Some normal, ordinary men could not have arrested him and maltreated him, and killed him, and then he agrees to die. Is this the person you are following? Somebody that mortal men just organized and killed him easily. If he had power, could they have done that to him? Please, don't be confused. I'm just taking you into a little apologetics. Ask your neighbor, do you know apologetics? It means the pastor is apologizing to you. Uh, Brother, can you believe in said things? This is what makes the difference. Yeah. Believing in these things, that is what makes the difference. Right? Are you still here? So, believing that there is God there. (laughs) What's it? What, what, what did your Bible say? He said, you haven't, eh? You've not done much, eh? It's good for you, yes. You believe that there is God. It's okay. It's good for you. Even the demons believe. Yes. And they tremble. Yes, you, you believe you don't tremble. But the demons tremble as they hear of it and they believe it. You have to believe, therefore... In the power of God through Jesus Christ to do works. Great works. Change things. 
heal the sick, raise the dead, do miracles, perform great things in your very life. That is faith. You believe it. Some of us know about it and we know it exists, but it doesn't apply to us. And that is different. But you have to believe. So faith, I'm saying that faith is the central theme and the central requirement for even you to qualify, to identify yourself with God and to call yourself a Christian and to be in church. It only means that you have faith. Faith is what will make you come to church every Sunday. Because we believe that when we come to church, we are fellowshipping with one another and we have come to fellowship with God and we have come to receive from God. But there is no day we came to church, at least since I became a pastor, that God came and stood in the church and said that, yeah, I know you came because of me and I just want to show you that I am here because of you. Have you seen one like that before? No, but we just believe and we do. Faith is what will make you lock yourself up in the room or go to the forest or the gardens or anywhere and pray and scream for hours and hours and hours and hours and talk to somebody who doesn't say anything back. He doesn't even say, mmm, mmm, ampa, mate, ko, You don't hear anything, but you pray and pray and pray and pray because you have faith that there is somebody who hears prayer and somebody who answers prayer. That's faith. Listen, faith is not when you have a problem, an issue, and then you shake yourself like that and say, hey, by faith, I have overcome it. No, 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 no. It's far more than that. It's far more than that. So, at the end of it, faith is what will make the difference between these people and that. Because faith makes you a believer. Or... Lack of faith makes you an unbeliever. And unbelievers are also in the church. There are people in the church, they don't believe. But they just want to have something doing on Sunday. Or rather to satisfy their conscience about something that is deep inside of them. But they don't acknowledge. For many, it's like that. Those who say they are atheists, they don't believe God. I mean, there are things that will make you believe and when you sit quietly, you will see that, look, Charlie, the thing, no. It's not. And I don't understand why rather it is people who say they are scientists. Yeah, they are the people who say they don't believe. But if you are a scientist, you would see the wonders of God. What, I mean... The world we are living in and what it does and how it operates. That as we are sitting in church now, 
We are spinning. We are all going round. In a certain sense. Yeah. One hand, one thousand six hundred and seventy kilometers per hour. Check. And you, are, you say you are a scientist. Are you not the people who discovered that the earth is not flat? <laughs> miles per hour. 1,670 kilometers per hour. If your thing doesn't say so, it's not correct. I didn't say miles. I said kilometers, please. This is so I, I think so if the thing is not flat, what does it mean? The globe is like this. So how are we standing? We are hanging on the And you said there's no God. So this thing, where did it come from? It just came. And uh, the revolution one oh seven thousand kilometers per hour is the revolution ask your neighbor do you know revolution or you know june 4th revolution so we are spinning and at the same time we are revolving so spinning That's what is happening. Yes. We are going round and we are spinning at high speed. Do you know 107,000 kilometers? Normal, if you sit in an aeroplane, it's about 800, 900 kilometers an hour. That's aeroplane. Over speeding now for a thousand kilometers, and no crap police for better. So, if something is moving at 107,000, so it means ethnic echo speed. But as you sit here, is there any speed? You can't feel anything. Can you feel spinning? That's why you feel dizzy sometimes, maybe. Eh? No, you, you don't feel it because everything is moving. The book I'm holding is moving. And I'm also moving. The microphone is moving. And I'm also moving. So we are all in tandem. So we don't feel that there's anything moving. We are all together as one. God is one. If you have a cup of tea, you are drinking, you put the tea down. The tea is moving. When you sit in an aeroplane and you are drinking tea, do you see the tea moving at a certain speed? But the tea is moving by the speed of the aeroplane, about 1,000 kilometers per hour. Do you see the tea moving? No. Because you are, you are moving together. 
It's the same thing as we are all moving here. So those of you who say you are scientists, where are they? Where are the so-called scientists? I mean, I heard somebody, they are this way, okay? <laughs> I heard somebody who says he's a scientist, so he doesn't believe in these things. Then they ask him, what type of scientist are you? He said, a computer scientist. <laughs> I did computer science, so I don't believe in certain so that is why it is not possible for people to deny the existence of God. Because when you do and you watch all these things and, you know, what God has created or what has been done, it is not possible that there is no power behind all these things. Your life that you are living, you think what? You just, what? You just arrived there from nowhere. Ah, it's my father and my mother who brought me here. Your father and your mother too, who brought them here? And their father and their mother, who brought them here? Yes. As you are walking around, you are known by God. You are special to God. And God cares about you in a very special way. Um, First Secrets, this is the book. Is it on your A to A? Chapter 7. Your faith is your life. Alright? Your faith is your life. Scriptures. Habakkuk 2.4. Habakkuk 2.4 said, Behold, his soul which is lifted up in him. Uh, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. But the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Another scripture, Hebrews 10, 38 and 39. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. So the key point here is that the judge shall live by his faith. You live by faith. Every day of your life is a life of faith. So faith is not something you command. When the going becomes tough. Everyday life. Yes. So every day of your life. It's not like, oh look, the way the thing has become difficult, I need faith now. You need faith always. Every day. That is your normal everyday life. It's by faith. Galatians 2.20, Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. And he said, the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Hmm. 
as for me, I'm crucified. But the life I live, I live by faith. I live every day of my life by faith. My life is a faith walk. My life is dependent on God. My life is looking up to God. My life is believing the word of God. My life is doing the word of God. My life is obeying God. My life is staying and waiting and looking up to God to do the mighty things that he can do for me. I live by faith. This life is a life of faith. Look, it is a great error for you to group things or divide things in your life. Say, this one needs faith. This one doesn't need faith. Or, I need faith when things are hard. But when things are okay, I am okay. I go. I don't really need faith. And needing faith is needing God. Prayer is an act of faith. Oh, yes. So it's just the same as I don't pray. When I'm in trouble, then I pray. It doesn't work like that. Because prayer is a demonstration of your faith. That's why I said you lock yourself up in a room. You don't see this person you are talking to. And you are talking every day. For three days, for seven days, you are there talking, speaking, and he has given you another language. You are speaking back to him. He's not saying, mm, mm, okay. You don't hear anything. It is because you have faith. That's why you will lock yourself in. I'll talk about faith is your attitude. Now, your inability to pray, not inability, you're not praying is a sign that you don't have faith. Your unwillingness to pray is a sign that you don't have faith. Because if you have faith, that faith is every day of your life. The just shall live every day of his life by faith. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. And the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself to me. That means every day when I wake up, I'm looking up to the God that I believe in. That he is the one going to take me through. I'm saying that you don't wait till the day you are sick. You are now trying to activate faith for healing. Then you remember that there is something called divine healing. Now, it is for every day. You, You have it working and believing and activating and using it every day. Do you know when you'll be sick? Do you know when? And sickness comes without notice. Even just as death also comes without notice. Yeah. I've been traveling to Kumasi every week. So as for uh, be sitting on the bus to Kumasi and coming, I mean, that one, there's no problem. But there is one day that you see something on the road 
And you realize that, look, son, I didn't hear as easy as it was. Yes. I used to travel to Kumasi every day, every week. And that time we had a type of bus called Kumasi by air. Ford. My friend Ford. But I didn't say Kumasi by air. Because although and I'm quite so no. And I'm from him. <laughs> and I was using that bus because it will go fast on Monday morning and take me to Kumasi early to my office to go and work. I'll sleep on the bus. When I open my eyes, all that I hear, shh. I say, yeah, we are still on it. And we are going. You see, but there was a time it was in December. And then there were some wild accidents involving Kumasi by air. And people died. Yeah. So, I said, now, I'm not going to sit on this bus for somebody to kill me. Although, when I'm going... Monday morning, I've done church here in Accra, Sunday into the night. I'm tired, sleepy, but I'll drive myself. Yes. Even if I die, I tried. (laughs) I will try hard before I die. But these people, because one day I was in a bath, I saw the guy, I don't know what he was putting on in his nose. He's driving then, because he drives more than, what is this? What is the guy putting? I don't know what, I don't know. No. Let me drive myself. If I die, I know I tried for myself. I would, do you think I'll just put myself to die? No. I know I tried and it didn't work. But I will not leave myself for one of these people. To just kill me. Because I saw that this road to go and come is grace. Yes. Oh, it is grace. So never take it for granted. Even going to town and coming back. Yeah. It's not something you should take. Every day is a day of faith. Are you there? Yeah. All through the scripture, it is clear that the life you live is the real revelation of your faith level. A person who throws himself into full-time business and, or full-time ministry, occasionally, or full-time business, and occasionally gives an offering is at a certain level of faith. You understand? You are doing business occasionally, then you give an offering. It's a certain level of faith, is it? Another person throws himself into full-time business and regularly pays tithes. That reveals yet another level of faith. So, from this understanding, careful, those who pay tithe, they are demonstrating as a level of faith that they have. Those who pay tithe once a while, they are also demonstrating their level of faith. And those who are big business people, they are waiting for the church to do harvest. I don't know how many harvest. Namu nyem chairman. Kami ba me mamu skapa. There are also another level of faith. 
the occasion people. Create the occasion and give me the platform. Then I will show you what I can do. Yes. So regularly giving God your tithe is a demonstration of a level of faith. Why is it faith? It's faith because logically, tithing, it must be somebody who has a certain mind who can do it and do it well. If your money is thousand and you give tithe of hundred, how much is left? Is it more or less? It's less. So when you think about the thing logically, why should I, that's why some people say, why should I take, why should I take 10% of it and give it to God when it is already not enough? What sense is in that? But it is a demonstration of a level of faith that will make you the person that gives tithe regularly to God. It's a level of faith. The life I now live is a life of faith. Believe God for everything. Are you hearing me? Believe God for everything. Believe God for tomorrow. Believe God for next year. Believe God for 20 years. Believe God for your job. Believe God for your marriage. Believe God for your travel to America. God will organize you and take you to America. And you'll be shocked that you are in America. Oh, yes. I've also met people who have a short route to America. What do I mean by short route? Their siblings are there. Or their parents are there. But they have tried, 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 tried. They are still here with us. Have you seen something like that before? Yes. Not that they don't want to go. They have just stopped trying. They are tired. They have tried like, that. what I mean by short route. Some of us, our journey to America is long, isn't it? I don't know whether it's your father or your mother or your sister or your brother. Somebody who is there. I don't know whether you have. But if we be one because one mommy or one parent one parents one try for the past 13 and a half years. That's why you must live your life by faith. And let faith lead you. Say amen. People, many people think that to have faith is simply to confess that they possess many earthly possessions. This is a warped and perverted understanding of what faith is. Faith is far more than confession. Faith is your life. The life you live is the faith you have. If you live your life out in full-time ministry... It is because of the faith you have. If you live your life out as a missionary in a foreign country, it is because of the faith you have. You believe that eternity will reward you far more than any temporary rewards on this earth. So when you see the person and how their life is like 
you will know what their level of faith is. Even to come to church every Sunday is a demonstration of faith. Isn't it? It's a demonstration of faith. You believe in God. And you believe that church has something. And God is there to meet you and to help you. And there's something you are receiving every day. And your life is becoming better and better. Your, even your thought processes are better. Your wisdom is increasing. You live a better life. Your life is of a higher quality than somebody who doesn't go to church and who doesn't hear the word that you hear and who doesn't believe in the things you believe. You are two different people. And because of this, you keep going. So if you see somebody who doesn't come to church regularly, he comes once and oh, something, they have excuses that are lies that they are giving to human beings so that they can escape their blessings that they will receive by coming to sit in the church. You see, this person, they, don't you love yourself? Don't people love themselves? They love themselves and they really want the good things, but they don't have faith for it. That's why they don't have it. So a life, when I watch you, I see your level of faith. And when you watch somebody, you must see their level of faith. The young guy who has been calling you and texting you, use this wisdom. To find out. What did you tell her? What did you tell her? You are saying you should use it for that guy. Eh? <laughs> but it's a good idea to tell her that. Yeah. Find out. Somebody, you are in church and the guy is texting you. Are you still in church? Haven't you finished? So why do you go to church every Sunday? Why are you not coming soon? I said I will take you out. And it is only on Sunday I can take you out. Then you to every Sunday you say you are going to church. Then I can't take you out again. Because of that you don't come to church. Naturally say what boom. What saper. Because this one will show you that the person who is dealing with you does not have faith in God. In the first place, before you have faith in the power of God to affect and influence your life and make you into a better person. And listen, if you say church doesn't change, it maybe you yes. won't change. Yes. I've been here for some time and I've been around and I've seen people myself have changed because of church. Uh, the teachings, the things I hear, the fellowship and everything. I remember sometime that because of my own problems and situations, I'll tell myself in my, my, my discouragement, I won't go to church again. But the day I wake up and I go and I meet the, the brethren and the talking and the encouragement I receive and the, the, the fellowship even after the service. Then I said, ah, why didn't I come last Sunday? I miss a lot. This is what church has done for me. And that's why I'm a pastor and I'm preaching here. Maybe you don't know. Oh yes, and it is true that you also don't know. Because you won't know. 
If somebody is not in church today, they are somewhere doing anything. How would they know what they are missing over here today? But what you are hearing today is transforming your life and changing you from a person who is experiencing defeat after defeat and worry after worry and disappointment after disappointment because it is positioning you as a man of faith who live every day of your life by faith. Every day. Every day. Hope is different from faith. Many people live by hope. They hope tomorrow it will be okay. One day, one day. Debbie, I'm out on fire. Do you know the song? Take the microphone and sing it for us. Debbie, Debbie. Translate it. One day, one day, it will be well. <laughs> so that the faith, what people call faith, is hope. Hope is Hope is an outlook for a better future. You understand? You are looking out into the far distance and you tell yourself that one day, one day, I'll get there. Yes. And it is good because Faith comes from your hope. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It is a only hope. A hopeless person is a dead person. So by the time you get to the point where your hope is finished, it is at the, you have gotten to the end of your life. Anybody who has thought about suicide before, you find out that at the time you thought of committing suicide, that if I die, it's better. It is at the point that you were at the end of hope. The light was finished. But when there's hope, there's always some light you can see in the distance at the end of the tunnel. That I see myself in some darkness over here. But I can see some light in the distance that is coming. So hope makes you carry on. Yeah. But faith is what gives you the energy. For today, to move into action. Yeah. That's why James says, faith without works is dead. So those who say, ah, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. It's nothing. Just shouting 
and saying you believe is nothing. Whatever you believe requires a certain action from you. Step into that action. Then you are demonstrating your faith and your belief. And that is where you see results. Yes. That's the difference. Hope is just an outlook. But faith is action. Action now. Yes. Are you still here? Faith secret number two. I'm giving you only two. There are very nice things in this book, I tell you. It's our book. Where's the other one? Faith, your faith is your attitude. Faith secret number two. Your faith is what? You what? Attitude. Very good. Genesis 18, 11 to 15. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and were stricken in age and he ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore, Sarah loved within herself saying, after I am wax old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also. And the Lord said unto Abraham, wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, shall I of a surety have a child which am old? So somebody has been given a promise and she's laughing. It's an attitude. Mocking. Or see you are going to have a child. <laughs> it's an attitude. Angel caught her laughing. And she will lie. Is anything too hard for the Lord? If you have a Bible, underline and circle this thing. I don't know what you have about your life and what you have been praying for and what you are believing, the breakthrough and the answer you are believing God for. Circle this thing and underline it and ask yourself that question. Put it to yourself. As you are beginning to doubt God's power and God's ability to do things. And ask, is anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything God cannot do? It will help you to position yourself well. When you know that God can do it. And he will do it. I said he will do it. I said he will do it. I said he will do it. At the time appointed, I will return. The angel is speaking. Unto thee, according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laugh not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but thou didst love. Your faith is your attitude. Or... Your attitude determines the level of your faith. Yes. Attitude. That's why I said it requires action. So your move into action is demonstrating your faith. There are some that no matter what they hear, they are just there. Like that. They won't do anything. 
they won't take any action. They won't do what has to be done. It shows that you don't believe. But when you open your mouth, you say, I'm doing faith confessions. I believe, Lord, I believe in you. I always believe in you. Um, what was it? You, I always believe in you. Say the word. Though I can't see you with my eyes deep in my heart, I always believe something. But you don't believe. It's not just talking. It's your attitude. When you come and a message is, and faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, it is not the, it's not only the preaching of faith message that brings faith. But the preaching of every other message is a source of faith to you. So, when you come to church, you don't even have Bible. Actually, that time I preached, why I had that's why the church must be full so that there's no empty chair by you it's a temptation isn't it yes somebody two of them their head put your head here and sleep no your hand should support your head yeah they were like this fully asleep two of them and then yes on the about two chairs now, so so when I said this once, I can see she wake up now. Then he also got up from his. It's your attitude. Some of you too, you are like Sarah. When even their prophetic declarations, they say, "Matia bread, vida, where you cannot all the time, or even a word that is yours, you'll be there and be laughing." Sarah would never have gotten the miracle of Isaac if she was alone. God wanted to honor the promise he had made not to Sarah, but to Abraham for these 25 years. That's why he didn't even follow this. angel argument. He said, I didn't laugh. Angel is there. And he had said, you laughing. He said, I didn't laugh. We have been doing this for a long time. Yes. Your attitude. The way you receive. You can't open your mouth and say amen in the church. It's an attitude. When somebody is screaming for a word that has entered him. Yes. Yes. Dead body that has come into the church. But somebody is alive in the church and the person is high on attitude and it's responding in a certain way. Then you bring your unbeliever uh, distance and your dead, deadness. We don't allow dead bodies in the church. Are there any dead bodies around you? When you come, it is people who are alive and people who have faith 
and faith people have good attitude. Look, if I'm talking to you and I'm saying something and you don't have any expression in your face, you just have a straight face and you are looking at me as I'm talking about, uh, what should I talk about? Um, about promotion uh-huh, at work. Okay, that's what it. You look, I, I, I am talking with people in high places and I'm almost through with your promotion and um, I'm going to get it through for you. Uh, I know uh, last year we talked about it. Uh, it, it didn't work. But I, um, this time, I just want you to be sure that I'm well. It's not even receiving, but that as I'm talking, you are like this. Unbelievable. No interest. You see, even if really there's something I can do, that attitude will put me off. Yes. If you're a young lady and a good person is wrapping you, at least show a good face. Smile. And listen, let me give you a secret. The, the goods. Listen, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? The good boys. The one... Or should I put it? The, the good boys. To propose... It's a very, very, very difficult job. I tell you, it is not easy at all. You don't know whether the earth should open for you to enter or some wind should come and carry you from this place or whatever is like, what have I brought myself into? How to bring yourself into it. How to bring, yes. That I'm sitting and I'm talking to you. It's not easy. Yes. It is the bad people who do it all the time. That they do it like the way I do. They have finished proposing to you. But the good boys, they will think about it. They will pray about it. And then how to even organize the courage to talk. So if you are sitting down there, you like the guy. But you have made your face like a dead body. Even that face will put the guy off and he will not mind you again. Then one day you say, are you not the one who uh, two weeks ago you were talking to me about this, 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 this. I've been watching. So your attitude can prevent you. Oh yes. Saying amen, shouting, uh, doing, responding. I'm not saying that it is magical. But it is showing a person who is there and a person who is ready. And a person who is ready for a miracle. Attitude. is defined as a way of thinking or feeling about something. That is one. It's also defined as a position of the body indicating a particular mental state. You like the second one, don't you? A position of the body indicating a particular mental state. So if I'm talking to you and you, you sit down, you are like this and I'm saying something important to you. It's attitude. It's showing your mental state. You are actually in a state of stupor. 
Yes. Your body is responding. Listen. People, when we come to church, worship time. Would you know what you say? Dead body, I have run into my. Oh, come on. Next time, watch. You see one around you. Turn and ask the person, are you the latest dead body in town? Have you seen that body that is standing before? I've seen, I saw one in Domi. You saw it in Domi. Domi, after the crossing. What church is on the right? Anglican or something. Just that, then opposite this way. I saw, they were doing funeral, wakekeeping. And I was driving. And then there were people outside there. Then when I looked this way, dead body next front to my I mean, it was so interesting. I don't know where I was going, but I wanted to come back and see it well because I'd not seen some before. But later on, then I was seeing a lot of such things in the church that worship time, dead bodies are in front of me. They are there. It's your attitude. And it shows your faith. If you believe in God, you make a move. If you believe in God, you sing the song. If you believe in God, you pray the prayer. If you believe in God, you throw your leg about. If you believe in God, you throw this one too. If you believe in God, you give a smile. If you you believe in God, you give a shout. And you show that you are alive in the presence of God. Oh, come on. I said, come on. I said, come on. I said, come on. I said, come on. Let's be a people of faith. Oh, yes. Dead body attitude in the church. We are killing the dead bodies today. If you are a dead body, we are killing that dead body today. And it cannot exist in this place. Wow. Are you a man of faith? Yes. You are a man of faith when you have a good attitude. If you laugh and scorn at something, it shows your low level of respect for it. If you mock me, you do not respect me, and you do not believe in me. If you set up and honor me, it shows you believe that I am a man of God. Your faith is your attitude. To have a good attitude is to have faith. To have a bad attitude is to show a lack of faith. Are you there? Good attitude also involves your action. What you do in the church. So if you just sit in the church, I mean, I'm there. But I won't do anything. There was a lady in the church. She will always come sit. One, two, three. You can do this. You can do when she decides to do something, she will do it of her own. But to join and be part of something, and her reason is that the church I'm coming from, the experience I had there, so I decided that anywhere I go, I won't do anything again. That's her faith. She's not in the church as you would expect. Is it so? Just being there uninvolved. It's also a demonstration 
of your faith. Yes. If you believe in God, you work for God. If you believe in God, you will look for the opportunity to do something for God. If you believe in eternity, you will look for opportunity to invest into your eternal life. That one day, one day, what I'm doing today, it will become important someday tomorrow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I'm preaching. I'm surprised that I'm preaching. Are you also surprised? Say yes. People have good attitude toward those they think are important. People relax and develop a lackadaisical and even negative attitude towards those they have a low regard for. A moody person with a bad face will suddenly brighten up and look smart when she sees someone she fears or respects. Your attitude is a clear revelation of your faith and beliefs. Yeah. Young man, if the young lady is showing you bad attitude, leave her alone. Unbelievable. 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 We have gone past the era where it's like, oh, you just want uh, what? Us to demonstrate our seriousness and show our uh, intention properly. Uh, we are intended. Yes, that's why we came. If we don't have intention, we'll not come to here. To come and meet a guy who says, I'm interested in you. He's not interested in a dead body. And young man, there's somebody somewhere there who will give you a better attitude. Not somewhere there, somewhere here. Kamatota. Kebalatosikaya. Foshandetale. Yeah, somewhere here. Not there. What's wrong? Who do you think you are? Is it not we who will marry you? It is in Genesis chapter 6 that the sons of God came after the daughters of men. Since then, I don't know whether angels have been wrapping girls on earth. So if you are waiting for angels, go back to Genesis chapter 6. It's we know. Who are you? Then you laugh at us. Ah, this guy, Osha. Ne type ne me. Ain't in a unyao type, no, because we'll type ne niha. God is watching your attitude. Hello. I am a to Ubofu Because somebody's face over here, I'm not sure whether. Ubofu. Ubunfu, yeah. And yeah. Show say Ubunfu, yeah. Because Ubufu, 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 yeah, fine. That means the message is working. What's wrong? But this, listen, TT. Near make an interest, say, O Jimmy Fubio Beba on channel. Now I bought you more. Ha 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 ha. My channel was laughing now, but you are welcome. And you also with Jimmy. Yes. A papa for woman, Jimmy Fonsu. So it depends on you to know the difference between a papa for near Jimmy for no. 
Yes. Am I saying something bad? Oh, but on your chair, so be back at Kankwasi, I say, be a true. Once over, yes. So don't quite say if you are bonten, but once one quite as seven, no, I had no idea. Shall now, yeah, Juma, but now I drain definitely my young son, they can see through and they should be able to see through. That's why those who are wise. They will talk to their pastor. And they will go to their pastor. Is this love? Is this love? Is this love that I'm feeling? Bang, 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 bang. Bye, bye. Oh, maybe I'm not the face of me. I feel maybe 19. You know, what about me? What about me? Of the Bulu. God is watching your attitude. God is watching you closely. He notices the expression on your face. He notices your attentiveness and alertness when he's speaking. He notices your amen. He notices the loudness of your amen and the fervency of your responses. He notices when you sleep in the midst of his amazing ancient words of power and revelation. Your attitude truly shows your faith. Arise. If you have some faith. And show some good attitude towards the world. People who are expressive in a way and are always showing the attitude is that of gratitude. They are grateful, grateful to God. for they, they always have something that God has done and they are thanking God for. These are the people who always have new and fresh miracles. They are always reporting miracles. When you see them, you say, that, oh, where are you too known? Oh, be, oh, be, kase, but every day because his attitude towards God is that this thing you have done I am grateful and I am happy about it then God has a reason to do more and more and more and more and more let me uh uh very good. That's the scripture. I don't know how it came. The, go with Genesis 18, 14 as well. Is anything too hard for the Lord? And this is your prophetic word. Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. Is anything too hard for the Lord? No. But there is appointed time on your life that God will return or the angel will return and the angel will come back 
and there shall be a performance of the things that he has spoken about and the things that you have laughed about and the things that you have not believed. I see an appointed time in the realm of the spirit and he said at the time appointed I shall return. Somebody's appointed time is coming on this week. Somebody's appointed time is not many days from now. And it is happening to you. He told Sarah, even though you are laughing, even though you don't believe, there is an appointed time for your life. And I will come back to you at that appointed time. And you see the grace of God. And I prophesy over you that whatever date is written and whatever time is written and whatever is appointed in the realm of the spirit about your life over your life about that answer about the healing about that music about that prayer about your request to God let the appointed time be activated now and let it come soon let it let somebody's appointed time be shifted forward and let it come sooner. 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 In the name of Jesus. Give a shout of praise to Jesus. There is an appointed time in the realm of the spirit. And that season will never pass you by. And I'm saying that for some of us, mm. the appointed time is Wait. this week. Oh, yes. And I see somebody's appointed time Prophesy. far behind. Prophesy. And they are bringing it forward. Prophesy. They are bringing it forward. Mm. They are pushing it forward. Pushing it forward. It's not going to delay. No. Yeah, 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 it yeah, has yeah. delayed for yes, some time. Yes, yes, yes. It's not going to yes, delay. Yes, 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 it's not going to yes, delay. Yes, yes, yes. It's not going to yes, delay. Yes, yes, yes. It shall not delay no, anymore. Not delay. It shall come to pass. Come to pass. Faster. Prophesy. Earlier. Prophesy. Than you expected. And then you look for in the name of Jesus. Shout your loudest, Amen. Shout your loudest, Amen. And give God some glory. Hallelujah! Wow. Appointed time. Do you believe in certain? I believe it. I believe it. We believe in God. Appointed time. And the other thing we believe is the supernatural power of God. Okay, supernatural. So okay. there, there are people who believe in God. You mm. say you have done well. Mm. But you don't believe in the supernatural power. Okay. But a man of faith mm. is a man who is tapping into the supernatural, supernatural. power of God. Like and a man of faith hey. is a man who is walking mm. with his eyes lifted up, hey. looking forward to what looking God forward. is about to release on mm. their life mm. because they know that at every point in time wow. God is releasing new things releasing in my life things. and he's releasing new things in your life he's releasing new things in new things new things wow I love new things mm. somebody Jesus. 
Either you were praying or you are you were crying about mm. delays in your Jesus, life. Jesus. That this thing has delayed. Jesus. This has delayed. Oh Lord, Jesus. why? Oh. Why all this years? Oh. Why all this year? Oh. Why all this year? Oh, why? why all this year? Oh, why? Why all this year? Oh, why? I see your faith drawing forward, drawing forward, and bringing forward, bringing forward the appointed time. You will not cry again. No, no, no. You don't have to cry. No. If you are here and you are hearing me, mm. go and be giving thanks to God for that particular hey. thing you are crying to God about. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands and say, Hallelujah. thank you to God. Hallelujah. Let me minister to somebody who is giving up on your faith. Mm. You believe for some time. Jesus. And somehow, it's like you are not seeing results. Mm. So you said, forget about it. That said, the spirit of the Lord. Mm. Don't forget about it. Mm. Don't leave it. Mm. Believe. Believe. Hold on to it. Wow. Hold on. Do not be slothful. Jesus. But be followers of them. Who through faith and patience inherit the promise of God. Wow. Maybe you have faith, mm. but add patience to your faith. Okay. And you'll wow. be an inheritor wow. of God's promises. Wow. Never leave it. Wow. Wow. Even if you prayed mm. and it was getting worse mm. and worse, never give up on it. Never. Never say it is Never over. Say it's over. Because God, God is still at work in you. Oh, yes. Both to will mm. and, to do and to do of his good pleasure. Oh, yes. Lift your hands and say thank you mm. to God. Father, we give you praise. Lift your hands and say thank you. We give you praise, thank God. You. We give you honor, Lord. We, give you praise. we magnify thank your you. name. Thank you. We thank you, Lord. Thank you. We give you praise. Thank you. All the glory. Thank you. All the glory. Thank, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We we'll live you, every day. Jesus. By faith. By faith. Mm. And our attitude, attitude will always demonstrate wow. faith. Demonstrate in faith. God. Oh, yes. And faith in the word mm. of God. Amen. Amen. Wow. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. Wow. 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 Now close your eyes. Mm. The first step to in your faith journey Jesus. is to allow Jesus to come into your heart and be the Lord of your life. Your first step of faith is to receive Jesus mm. as your Lord and Savior. For by grace are ye saved through faith. This morning I'm giving an opportunity to somebody here who wants Jesus to be his Lord. You are not born again. You want to be born again. You say, Pastor, pray for me. I want Jesus to come into my heart. Today, 
you need Jesus. You want to be born again. Lift up your right hand like this with me. Your right hand up. Don't talk with anybody at this time. It is between you and God. Whether you go to heaven or you go to hell. It depends on this time. As you are. Either your hand is lifted or not lifted. I'm not born again. I want to be born again. Lift up your right hand. Up high. Up high. God bless you. Your hand is lifted up. I'm praying a special prayer for you. But take a step from where you are. And come to me in front here. I'm praying a special prayer for you. Right in front here. Come. Come. God bless you. Come. I want my name to enter the book of life. Come. Stand here. Write today's date down. The day Jesus saved me. Come to Jesus. 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 Join them quickly. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. Please wash me. Please wash me. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Change me, oh God. Change me, oh God. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For dying for me. For dying. Say, I believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I believe he's my savior. I believe he's my savior. I believe he's my Lord. I believe he's my Lord. I will live for Jesus. I will live for Jesus. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari-DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International-HQ. May God bless you and protect you. Angels cry. Singing holy.